It's our second segment today, and we're continuing our series of what to do while staying at home. What to do, what to do, what to do. Well, it's interesting because in the mail, you probably received your um, tax valuation. Um, and this is a time when you can protest. And I'm going to start by saying that the current house that I'm selling and the current house that I'm buying, my tax bills came in and they were accurate. So there, you don't think that this show is automatically, I got to go protest. Mm -hmm. But what we want to emphasize is that you want to at least hold where they are, if not make them go down. Because this is that time that they're never going to go down. Mm -hmm. I think in the entire history, um, well, not the entire history, but when my townhome or that condo building burned down um, in 2007, the city automatically dropped my price just to the value of the land without me having to do it, which I thought was amazing. So don't think that they're all bad people. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> it's just they're doing their job. Yep. So if it is a situation where you feel like you're, you're being charged on your taxes more than you should be, um, these are the steps um, that Jeff's going to kind of go over and share so that you know what to do because you think it's daunting, but it's really not. It's really not. And, and the, uh, this is really kind of the first step in the taxation process. And, and when I say first step in the process, it's because the appraisal districts are charged uh, by the state to value the, all of the uh, residential property, business property, business personal property that is within their district value. And last, uh, uh, in our last legislative cycle, there was a mandate put out to the central appraisal districts that they had to have their, their entire, their full role within X percentage of, of what the, the true value was. And so for the last several years, people have seen their, their taxable values go up and go up and go up. Um, I think this time we're not seeing quite the jump in it because, you know, the in the market here, we saw 10% price increases every year there for about four years. Yeah. And then last year, I think we saw a, a more modest, about 5% increase. And so the, the appraisal districts are not reflecting as big a jumps in the ones that I've talked to anyway. Correct. And so you get a letter in the mail that, um, Jeff, you brought yours. Mm -hmm. Yep. And um, in, it, attached to it, you actually... <laughs> And attached to it, you actually have your protest if you wanted to file. Yes, yeah. And attached to it is uh, everything that that talks about the process itself. Um, I think that a normal homeowner that's never gone through this process before that starts reading through this can get very intimidated very quickly because right. it is uh, it does use a lot of terms that you would not use every day unless you were in, you know in the real estate business or involved with taxation. Right, and so. What we've done for clients is um, we've already had Derek and Gwen, we'll get yours out this afternoon, mm -hmm. but we do um, pull the comps in the area and then we can run what is called a CMA. And the quick CMA will actually break down each one of the houses and the addresses, mm -hmm. square footage, room count, and then it'll go on to give you price per square foot and when it was sold and how many days on the market. Mm -hmm. So that's really what you're going to need. Those are your key elements that you'll need. Um, but it's really up to you if you've been in the house to be able to discuss with with whoever you meet, or mm -hmm. if it's virtual, mm -hmm. what the difference is between your house and the ones that are on the cop and why yours should be valued less, mm -hmm. and, and what would you need to bring with you or share with them? Well, the, the, the steps that you're gonna take, the, the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to file the protest, and there are a couple of different ways to do that. I highly recommend that you do it online if you're if the appraisal district that you're in allows that. Uh, I know the Dallas Central Appraisal District does, and most of the larger appraisal districts around do allow you to yep. do that. Once that protest is filed, 
you have to tell them why you're protesting it. And there's a couple of different ways, reasons that uh, you, would, you would want to do it. One is that your valuation is not equal to uh, the other homes around you that are, that are being sold. And that's the one that requires the, the least amount of documentation. The other reason um, some owner, homeowners choose is that you are being valued at a different percentage than other homes around you. And that requires a lot more documentation because then you've got to do research on the other homes directly around you and the way that they're being taxed so or valued for taxation. So um, the, uh, the second step is once you filed your protest, you wait for the acknowledgement of your protest to come back from the appraisal district. And once that comes back, there is um, some key information that's in that email or in that letter that you will receive. And what it allows you to do is log into your account on the Central Appraisal District website, and you will be able to see what they are using to value your home mm -hmm. the way that it is. And that's the point that you had the opportunity to add the information that you have about your home or about the homes around you that you feel are more applicable than the ones that they're choosing you ask what other information would you need? Mm -hmm. So this is the point that you need to document the condition of your home because they also grade your home based on the condition. And I think it's uh, poor, fair, average, uh, good, and excellent. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you're, if you're a home in a neighborhood where there has been a tremendous amount of building around you, brand new construction going up everywhere, and you know your home is still in its original condition, meaning you know you, you haven't you never updated, updated the kitchen, you've never renovated your bathrooms. You need to provide visual documentation for all of those things because that's what the appraiser is going to uh, to want to see to make sure that what you're saying is true. And again, one of the things because you know I'm going to make sure it looks right. Be sure that when you're doing this that you take it and you've got all your lights on. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so much easier for them to understand what you're talking about in an image that they can actually see. But if you're giving them something that's super dark, it doesn't make sense always. And you're really trying to put, you have one moment. And if you'll read in there, it talks about that this is going to happen quickly. Mm -hmm. You need to be there early if you have to actually go there. You have to be on time. And then you only have a set amount of time. So if you hand them something that's very difficult for them to understand or they can't really make it, make heads or tails of it from the screen, this is could work against you. Yeah, and there's three opportunities for you mm -hmm. to get that value adjusted. Uh, the one is when you provide all that information to them electronically, they, uh, in most cases, are going to send you at an electronic offer. Right. And that is, uh, you know, generally, they're they're going to give you some some kind of response to to what you've provided if it is different than what they thought it was. Um, if you choose not to accept that electronic offer. Your next step is to meet uh, directly with a, a, an appraiser at, the, at the, the Central Appraisal District. And that's called an informal meeting. And the, the purpose of that is, and I'm, I'm, this year is very different just because of what we're dealing with with the pandemic. And it's going to be handled uh, through telephone calls. It's going to be handled through some video chat uh, processes. but. The uh, informal meeting is where you meet one-on-one -on -one with an appraiser with the Central Appraisal District, and you get to state your case to that appraiser. And the appraiser can choose to, uh, you know, give you some variance at that point or choose not to. And, and you know, in, in many cases, if you've made the effort to go to that point, there's going to be some adjustment made in many cases, not every time, but in many cases there will. 
but the last opportunity that you would have uh, or the next opportunity you would have to get an adjustment is going to be where you actually go before the appraisal review board. And these are uh, boards that are made up primarily of people that have an interest in real estate. They are paid to be there, but they are uh, not associated with the central appraisal district in any other way. They're, you know, kind of joke you public that sit there and listen to hearings all day and listen to homeowners come in and talk about the valuation of their home. Some of the things I can tell you not to say in those meetings are don't go in and say, well, I just can't afford this because that doesn't, that doesn't have any impact on what the value of your home is. Um, it, it's really going in there with fact-based data to show why you're being valued at the, wrong, at the wrong price. And in that meeting, that hearing is maybe gonna last five or 10 minutes long. I've been through many of them and the first time is very intimidating, but do it anyway. Um, but they they make a ruling within, you know, while you're standing there. Yeah. And you walk out with the documentation based on that ruling. There are other things you can do after that if you do just, you still feel like you're not being uh, uh, appraised fairly. You can go on and file a lawsuit and there's other steps you can take. But that's usually where most homeowners end it right there with the appraisal review board because they, in my opinion, they, they've always been very fair when I've gone in there and, and had to, uh, and, and gone to that process. And this is all um, possible if you meet the deadlines. And so you have 30 days or 15 days after, 30 days after you receive the letter notification um, to actually make that. If you don't, I do not believe they uh, make very, uh, uh, changes for you. Yeah, that is the hard, uh, the hard uh, expiration date of being able to file a protest this year is June 15th because they mailed everything by June 15th of in, to anyone whose value changed. Those were all mailed by May 15th and they have posted the 2020 values on every other property on their website. So that, that was the official notice this year and it's 30 days from that May 15th. Yep. Well, Hopefully that kind of sheds a little bit of light on what the uh, tax protest uh, process is. Um, and this is one of those times when it is up to you to be able to do it in a timely manner. And given that we're at home so much, you should be able to do it um, and save yourself um, value and money moving forward. And one other thing I'd like to add, I kind of hit on this earlier. I was talking about the 10% uh, the cap on your homestead property. Um, one of the things that you may hear if you go into that, uh, into the appraisal review board meeting is the appraiser for the appraisal district that is kind of the, the one you're haggling with, I guess, um, will say, say something to the effect of, oh, well, don't worry, it's gonna be capped anyway. And that is, that is not a good, that is not something to buy into because your valuation may continue to go up and yes, you may be capped at what you could be taxed on, but there's, you know, there, that number is already up there. And so that cap gets, even if the, they don't change the value the next year, the cap can go up another 10%. Correct. So yeah, I hope that wasn't overly complicated. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's a little geeky. It's, this is, it, this is really one of the things that, uh, one of the times a year that I, I think we get to bring value to our clients and people that even aren't our clients. Right. I mean, People that bought their house from somebody else 25 years ago still call us and ask for comps, and we're happy to provide that. Yep, and it's easy to get a hold of us, as you know. So if that is, a, if there is a letter in your mailbox about a protest, and you do not feel that that is um, reflective of what the current market value is, reach out to us, and we'll be happy to pull comps in your area um, and 
give you the data that you need to either go ahead with the protest or uh, be appreciative of what you got. That's right. So thank you very much for joining us today. It was a great, great show. We look forward to seeing you next week, noon, Wednesday. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. And remember, we want to be realtors for life. <laughs>